Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 265 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony Domenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live here on Facebook. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast, also available on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review I love reading reviews. I love sharing on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys, so please go and check that out. We will have a bonus episode this month. You can get it at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Once again, I do apologize. Um, That hasn't been one in a little while. Went through some stuff in December and January, just getting back on track. So uh, we'll talk about that uh, probably definitely this week because I have a guest again next week. So we'll get that all out and you'll I'll give you an update of what's going on. So that's at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar is dropping new flavors. I got an email today that like it's a animal cookie bar. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. I probably shouldn't be telling people, but whatever. They don't give me enough money. So builtbar.com use code WWO podcast save 10% on your order. Sail away coffee is the best nitro brew out there. I am so happy I'm drinking Salaway again. I like the classic black, but all the flavors are good. Check it out at SalawayCoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. And I'm going to give this other coffee company a plug um, because their coffee really is that good. I have zero affiliation with them other than the fact that they shared my post on Instagram and the fact that I do go there regularly. Buzz Coffee in Belmore. So Long Island people, Buzz Coffee, I think they got a few Long Island locations. Check them out. The coffee is absolutely delicious. So please, I just wanted to give a shout out to a local Long Island company, working hard, great product. Check them out. Um, I got yesterday, I got a cold brew with apple cold foam, and it wasn't like overpowering sweetness. It was just really good flavor. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. So Buzz Coffee, check him out. Uh, John Ziegler was on last week. We plugged his special. Please go follow him at John Ziegler Comedy. The link is in his bio on Instagram at John Ziegler Comedy. Watch the special, comment, let him know what you think. Definitely go and check it out. Um, With that being said, I am very, very happy to bring on uh, my guest tonight, my friend Kayla. Kayla, how you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I, I, wherever you are, there's wrestling belts and, and Grogu, and I don't know where you could be. I, it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> Grogu for sure, but the wrestling, I don't know. Uh, it's funny, like, cause you know how I have, like, I, I set the studio up, like, so when I'm doing it, it looks like there's a studio and, but like the other camera just faces my dresser and my stuff on top of my dresser. And that's just how it, how it goes. It's totally fine because... I'm with the child. So You're with fine. the child. You the first thing you did when you came over tonight, you <laughs> asked where the child was. Yeah, it's super important. He's in his home. He lives in the Universal Championship. Yeah, and then with me. With you, he's going to be taken away. Is that yes. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. You're taking him away. Yes, and then you'll have to have Mando, aka Pedro Pascal. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
I'm excited for the new season. Oh my you? God, I'm so excited for the new season. Yes. I can't wait. March 1st, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Right before my birthday. Well, that's that's a great birthday what present. A gift. I I I love this show. I, I think it's the best thing they put out uh, so as a standalone. Although Obi One, I love too. Um, more of nostalgia for me, as far yeah. as like you know, of course, Darth Vader and him fighting again, sure. and all that that stuff. And I I just enjoy what they're doing. I didn't get into um, what's the other one? One that just recently came out. What's it called again? The Rogue One spinoff. I didn't even know they came out. With that. Okay, um, so that for me. Learn something new. Yeah. Um, there was a Rogue One spinoff. It was like before Rogue One, leading up to it. Uh, oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Sorry, because I just, <laughs> yeah, you clicked the brain. It, um, it takes a second for it. Yeah, it 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 definitely. Uh, it didn't. The first three episodes were very slow. Yeah, I. That's hard for me. So I, I gave up on it, yeah. and uh, I haven't gone back to it yet. I haven't watched it, so maybe I'll try. That's how I felt with The Witcher. Every, you know, and it's hard because what's The Witcher? Um, it is this show that everyone was like raving about. Is it a witch? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, it's, it's definitely my kind of lore and everything. Okay. So everyone's like, you're going to love it. Oh my God. So good. And, uh, I, I, can I curse? Well, Sorry. It's okay. I shit you not. <laughs> it literally took 10 seconds and I was like, I can't watch this. It's, it's, it's hurting. Okay. And people like, no, just get past the first episode. And I honestly still haven't. What is his name? He played the Witcher. He was Superman. He was in the back of oh, Superman. Um, he is Henry Cavalier. Henry Caviezel or Caviezel or something. <laughs> something in that. Um, he played the Witcher first. And they're robbing me of my Superman. They're, he's no longer Superman now. No longer Superman after yeah. the reveal in Black Adam that and, I think saved that movie. And it's crazy to me because he left the Witcher yeah. publicly to go back. To being Superman. I mean, he looks like Superman. He does. Got like, the jaw. It, like I didn't know. I didn't know really anything about him before that came out. The Man of Steel. Yeah. And the second he was on screen, I'm like Superman. He looks. He's ex- Superman. I know. I know. Because I'm thinking like pure comic wise, like comic books. He looks like he jumped out of the book. comic books. I feel like Christopher Reeve as a kid had that thing to me too. Like where yeah. he was like Superman. He was like you know. And when they showed like they were showing the you know the coming attractions, they were showing all this stuff. I'm like he looks like Superman. Yeah. And him and Ben Affleck had great chemistry as Superman and Batman. And I was excited for the... They just messed this whole DC franchise up. Yeah. Um, but they're saving it now with The Flash. Not I care about The Flash. I care about Michael Keaton as Batman. Uh, and Ben yeah. Affleck as Batman. <laughs> and when he said, I'm Batman. When Michael Keaton said, I'm Batman, I almost peed my pants. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because this that Batman to me is so special. It really is special. I was 10 years old when that, that first yeah. movie came out. And if I tell you, like, I didn't have one stitch of clothing that wasn't Batman. I had shirts, hats, socks, shoes. My poor mother spent so much money on useless Batman shit that that we would wear because we were big kids. We wear for a season. Yeah, I totally understand. That's how I am with everything. I mean, I I actually just, I mean, I think you know me well enough with my lot. Literally, I have my Lord of the Rings tarot deck with me today. Um, Same way. And it's not even like clothes wise. I just buy things and shove it all over my walls. It's all over the place. I can't help myself. I no, can't do well, it. It's it's. I need that. I like that stuff too. Like I have wrestling belts here. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Um, can't take that away from me. I haven't really decorated as much. I don't know how. I am very much a maximalist, but everything's in its place. Well, because I have my seal. My walls go like you know. Yeah. So I'd have to like buy things, 
And yeah. I know myself that I'm not going to do it right. Yeah. Because if you put like a hammer yeah. or any tool in my hand, it does not get done right. Understandable. And it, and it will fall. So I'm just like, you know what? It'll just, that's yeah. how it's going to stay for now. I have so much potential for here. I gotta yeah. tell you. Oh, people could, I, I hung up uh, a, a mini tapestry above yeah. my humidor. Um, I saw that. Yeah. That's the underground yeah. cigars. It's awesome. That was a big, uh, that was a big thing when I did that. I mean, I think it's great. I saw it when I came in. Yeah. I had to hammer it. I had to, uh, you know. I'm very proud of you. It's a little off center, but it's um, okay. a little crooked. But I put a lot of my things up with just little thumbtacks. So yeah, that's what I did. I got to do more stuff in here. I want to do like stuff behind here and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I definitely have a lot of things. But uh, yeah. How's everything going with you? You know, tired. Tired. And uh, yeah. everything's going good with the place, your apartment and everything. Yeah, I love my apartment. I'm barely there because I work all the time. You work all the I time. I do love it. Yeah, you know, we moved in to our places right around the same time. Yeah. Um, we told the story that I actually looked at your place before. Yes. And if it, I looked at it the way you had it, I would have taken it. So you wouldn't have had it because yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the potential as a guy that I can't. Yeah. Yeah. The previous tenant was. I need a blank canvas. This was blank. No one like they. This was cleared out because they put new carpet down. They painted. Yeah. There was nothing in here. So I'm like, okay, I know what I can do here. Yeah. I go into a place where there's stuff around. I can't see. Yeah, and crowded stuff. Like you must. Do you have that vision in your head with your, with your apartment, or just like? So, it was weird because I was looking for places mm-hmm. a lot, um, and it kind of fell into my lap because uh, this person that I worked with at Geico was like, "Hey, I'm in a mom's group. This woman, you know, is putting this up." So I messaged her the same spiel that I message everyone. Um, and I made a little spell jar of, you know, anxiety because I was okay. terrified. And I placed it in my bra and because uh, <laughs> that's what we do. There's phones, wallets, You know, phones, wallets, spells. crystals, everything in there. And I had certain crystals and I did a little incantation and I literally wrote down <laughs> that I was going to get this place. And at okay. the time that I was getting this place... Uh, or thought, you know, was putting into the universe. I also had applied for Green Street, which is my weekend job. And I wrote both of it down. Like, I will get this job and I will get this apartment. And I walked in and as I was walking down the steps, I felt it, you know, and I opened the door and I was like, this is it. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful apartment. Um, Like, I was actually close to saying, I just, you know, because I looked at so many places and she's a sweetheart. Your landlord's oh an goodness. absolute sweetheart. Oh, so good. Um, I got a good vibe from them. Yeah. I got a good vibe about the place. I yeah. didn't, you know, I, I didn't have crystals in my bra and <laughs> underwears and stuff like that. Um, I just was like, I need a place. It's close. It's in Wontaw. It's, yeah. I shouldn't be finished it out. I'll bleep it That's out. fine. Um, it's close to where I lived in. I, I was from Belmore, so it's yeah. like actually it was closer than, you know, and that was a big thing because I was looking at apartments out east. Oh, man. Because that was in my price range and the apartments were yeah. like, it was nice. nice. You know, yeah. they were like more nicer apartments. Yeah. And I I looked at a place and I was going to go look at a place in Stony Brook. Um, no, and Port Jeff Village. I was going to do like a, one day I was going to go out and I was telling my brother and he's like, what are you, why? Yeah. He's like, you really want to travel like back and forth? I'm like, oh, I don't want to. But yeah. and then he's like, forget about just coming here. Like, you're gonna work. You gotta go to work every day. Farmingdale is far. And I was like, yeah. you know what? It's true. I'll, I'll hold. Yeah. And then actually, that my landlord's uh, my landlord was my neighbor, um, and he was like, I got this place. If you like it, it's yours. And that's it. Just worked out. Things yeah. just worked out. They kind of fall into the pocket. Yeah. It's hard because my full time job is about thirty minutes away. This apartment. So originally, I was looking at places over there, but it is expensive. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's and, and now rents have gone up yeah. even more. Oh my god. Yeah, my landlady. <laughs> my landlady called me. It was like two months before my one year, and like out of nowhere, and she's like, "Hey, you know, nothing's wrong, but um, I'm gonna have to raise your rent like a hundred dollars a month. Is that okay?" No. <laughs> uh, I was like, <laughs> literally at my job. I'm like, that's yeah, that's fine. Awesome. Loving tearing, it. literally tearing, and I'm like, that's so good. Yeah, I'm so very happy about it. Is that okay? What am I supposed to say? No. Yeah. Like, why are you crying? I'm so happy <laughs> that I'm, I'm so going to give you hundred dollars more a month more. now. And it's so weird that once that happened, all of a sudden I have no water pressure. I got no heat coming out of nothing. It's well, weird. Then, then you got to have conversations. But yeah, um, I did, thankfully. Okay. But, you know. But no, you work very hard for what you have. Yeah. Um, very. Which is, I mean, it's very admirable. I mean, you go out there and, and you bust your butt for what you got, and. Um, I know myself, like I want to, I want to start driving Uber, but my cars are too old. Yeah. So my goal now, I, I actually cleared off a lot of my debt, my credit card debt with my Christmas bonus and my tax return. Awesome. My score is coming up and I am going to get myself a newer car and that's what I'm going to do to make extra money. Amazing. I, I want, cause I want that too. I want extra money and yeah. I did Uber Eats during the pandemic and I, I liked that because there was no like, you know. I had to like ring doorbells and stuff like this. Yeah. I understand there's going to be people going to be in my car and stuff like that. But like, I just like the, I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm thinking about getting material from it. Maybe like I'll get like yeah. material from these people, but sure. um, <laughs> that's just a way of just, I, you know, cause everything's expensive. I need more money. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know. Hey, I mean, I work my full-time job Monday yeah. to Friday. I have my weekend job, you know, Saturday, Sunday, I work seven days a week. And then this past October, I became a third owner of a crystal shop. So, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, definitely the dream come true. I mean, it's hard. It's hard work. And you do your owner. readings. Yeah, I'm the house reader there. I interview people that want to also do reads when I'm not okay. there. Are you still doing the cup? Um, no, I'm not because I just had no more time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess if they ever wanted a uh, special appearance yeah, one night only. Yeah, then I definitely would. <laughs> you know, and they said it. I, I was there couple weeks ago and they were like oh my god I haven't seen you in so long you know you're you're always welcome here but i'm like i literally work like 75 hours a week mm-hmm. yeah and it's 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 exhausting which is again why i never see my apartment but well i mean gotta do what you gotta do i'm not here i'm at home a lot either really like yeah. you know between working and just going to see my you know I, the weekends at my brother's the whole time and the other week i like to go out i mean yeah. i i you know but um but i'm here i enjoy it yeah that's like, how you know, i feel too on saturday and sunday mornings i really enjoy my apartment i get up i, I make breakfast I, I watch some dvr and i just let like the day begin yeah and i i really enjoy i mean it took it took a little while for this place to be like home yeah because i i was while well, i was at my other place most of my life yeah. i just found out actually it's for rent the oh. house, they're renting the house it's 5400 a month um so if anybody pocket change Anybody wants to rent it and they rent me my old apartment. <laughs> you know, just saying. I said it to a friend of mine who's looking and he's like, yeah, it's 5,400. I'm like, yeah, but like I get my own uh, my apartment back. And yeah. he's like, he's like, no smoking. I'm like, oh, right. oh, never mind. Um, But yeah, no. So it's been, it's been an adjustment, but like, yeah. I feel like I'm coming at, I've been here like now, okay, almost a year and four months. Yeah. You know, November, same time, November 1st, I moved in here. October thirty first. October thirty first. So, um, yeah. So I'm finally getting like back on track with everything. Yeah. With this, with you know, with you know, taking care of myself and, yeah. and everything. I think it's, it's coming into place. Sure. Um, and we were actually chatting today, just you know, because we're going to talk about. It. You actually brought up something that I I really really happy you did. 
I think it's a really important topic. And uh, I'm going to let you take the, the lead on that one. It's going to get uncomfortable. Good. Let's get uncomfortable. That's yeah, what this podcast probably is for. for some people. I mean, hey, I'm going to call myself out as well um, for keep, certain things. Keep but... getting uncomfortable is the new name of the podcast. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, mostly because, I mean, I've gained a significant amount of weight back from my lowest. Same um, with me. And uh, I have unfollowed quite a lot of people that made me feel poorly about that. I've also followed a lot more um women that look like me because it makes me feel better to Mm -hmm. see that and them not hate themselves. Um, You know, and I have come across quite a few people in person and online recently that have begun to kind of make me feel a bit insecure. And I am not necessarily like an insecure person. Like I have my days, we all have our days, but I mean, I, I would never genuinely classify myself as being like super insecure because I love myself. Um, and I was actually talking about this last night about loving life and where I am right now. And, you know, it's weird that where I am right now, like physical wise, mm-hmm. I mean, there are sometimes I see myself, I'm like, ah, oh, you gained a lot of weight. And then half the time, like literally this, this morning I saw, um, my boyfriend's mom. And as I was talking to her, I like caught myself in the mirror. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> oh God. like that is just me. You know what yeah. I mean? And, um, I think that that's super important no matter where you are in your life. And even when I was at my absolute thinnest, I would like tear myself down because I was like, you're still fat and you're gross and look at your hanging stomach. And yeah, I'm with you on that. (laughs) You know, you say it is just like, I might as well be saying it myself because there's, there's days like I look at myself and I'm just like, I'm making the face like like that in the mirror. And then I'm like, God damn, you're going to look like, yeah. And then, you know, the same thing when I was at my lowest, I couldn't get out of my head what I yeah. looked like before. Absolutely. And I, you're right. And I, we were talking about this day. It's like almost like you hit a nail on the head because I myself, I gained back half the weight I lost. Um, yeah, and, take me too. Yeah, and I, I deal with a lot of that. You know, for me, I, I put I, I beat myself up about a lot. Yeah. And I know what you're saying about the people on Instagram making people because now I think what Instagram has gotten away from where it was very supportive community. It was very supportive. I used to love the weight loss community. It was awesome. It was incredible. I myself have talked about it on here, especially the Weight Watchers one. It's yeah. starting to come back, the Weight Watcher one now, because even yeah. Weight Watchers themselves yeah. made commercials about it this Christmas, about like, hey, yeah. can I return this? And it's like negative social media image, like negative body. It's like yeah, they're getting it. Yeah. I blame TikTok and Reels. That's what I blame because like people are trying to now make a name for themselves and yes. trying to get that that thing mm-hmm. people share. So people are like, "Hey, you lazy fat fuck! Like, get yes. off, get off your ass and do go this and blah, blah, blah. like you I'm know, like, go to the gym." Like, whoa, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, like, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally. I'm at work. Like, that's and that's one of the things I was literally to my face yeah. told. You know, you need to make time for it. And I like I remember when you were going to the gym and. You were doing this, and I'm like, first of all, <laughs> don't even continue this conversation. You're you're making me angry because, yeah. like, I'm sorry. I I mean, I'm in a relationship, yes, but in a technical sense, I'm a single woman living on my own. Mm-hmm. I literally have to do this on my own. Yes, you do. So, I'm working a full time job. That is, I'm a manager there, and not only am I manager, but like. I work off the clock. I literally have the iPad in my bed. Yeah, it's a stressful you know, job. It's stressful. I am continuously on call. I work for a fire organization. There's there's always a fire. Always. Weekends, I'm working from the sun up 
till the sundown. I'm at a restaurant. I'm on my feet all day. I'm doing something all day. I'm yeah. communicating with people all day. After work, you know, I'm making sure that now the business that I co-own is making, I'm making sure it's run properly. You know, I have two other owners that I have to speak to. We're, we have to keep up on social media, which not for nothing is a lot of work. A, a it is lot a of lot work. of work. I, I'm sorry. I, it. it is hard because you have to balance sharing knowledge with sharing what's in the shop and making sure that you're updating it and making sure people know where you are. And it's a lot of work. So I'm, I'm putting in 70 plus hours a week. There were times, especially when I first became an owner mm-hmm. of this store and we wanted to revamp and I wanted to add like a very witchy side to the shop that they really wanted. I was there with one of the owners until two, three in the morning sleeping on her couch yeah. because I couldn't drive all the way back here mm-hmm. to then drive home a couple hours later. And you're going to tell me I have to wake up after two hours of sleep just so that way I can get a walk in at the gym or no, a kind yes. of a lift in at the gym. <laughs> like, no. And I, I just, it's a very hard thing for me to continue to see, mm-hmm. you know, where people are making fun of people and belittling people and putting people down because they have since gained weight. And it's harder because you see these things potentially, well, mostly, from former fat people. Yes. And I'm sorry, but who were you to make me feel like shit for a up and down weight gain? And I, I will give people props for losing weight, keeping it off. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. will also give people props for losing weight, gaining it, and trying their hardest yeah. to, like, you know, just because it's tough. Listen, I, I went through it, and... I don't think what they realize is because they haven't gone through it is how much you beat yourself up about it and yeah. how much that weighs on your head. And it is very easy. Like, listen, go to the gym. Okay. You said that. Now, you said but, that. Mm-hmm. Good. Go to the gym. Okay. I actually have to go to the gym yeah. and like, let's just say That's- you didn't work 70 hours a week and sleep, you know, whatever you just said, like sleeping on couches because you got two hours of sleep. Let's say you work number 40, out, 40 hours a week. You had, but it's still not easy just to go to the gym. Yeah. It's still, you know, it's, and I'm not making excuses for people. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying like, you know, people's psyche and and where they are mentally is different than where you are. And try to remember when you weren't there. Mm -hmm. And listen, you're going to the gym. Awesome. Congratulations. I will like that post. Yeah, me too. I support it. Absolutely. I will support it. And it's, you know, it's funny because I get told that I make the excuse and I look them in the face and I go, sure, it's an excuse. And I don't care. Because I live by my 4F rule. I don't know if I've ever told you the 4F rule. No, I have never heard of 4F. <laughs> Write it down. This is my 4F rule. Okay. If you are not feeding me, fucking me, or financing me, I don't give a fuck about what you have to say about me. I love it. Big t-shirts. That's what I said. I need yes. a t-shirt about that. And it's true. Because if you are not going to pay my bills, if you are not going to sit in the kitchen and cook for me, if you are not going to count every calorie for me, then you have no say. If I make you uncomfortable because my weight is up or my weight is down, if I make you feel a type of way, unfollow me. Don't talk to me. And Walk away from me. To me, that's weird. It is weird. Very weird. <laughs> it is weird. Like nobody's weight or anything makes no. me like, you know, feel a certain way about them. Like, no. You know, and listen, we all post on social media so people can tell when we lose weight. People tell when we Absolutely. don't get, you know, and I, I know how to pose. Yeah, like, and <laughs> it's just, I just feel like, you know, coming out of this, this whole, this whole pandemic, and I'm not using that, I'm just saying, like, sure. people did gain weight over this time. I mean, yeah, it's just, you, you lock people in their houses. Um, Depressed. They found Nothing DoorDash, do. and yeah. they found Uber Eats. And they found a way to have food without being judged by it. Yes. 
And I, I said this, if I had this back in my prime, mm-hmm. forget oh, about it. I would have been 700 pounds. Forget. Like if I was like, 100%. if I was 25 or 26, whatever, and I could just have, you know, cause that was, I, that day you had to go to this, this, yes. the, you had to go in and order and pretend like you were reading off a piece of paper that, you know, your girlfriend had given you an order. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so like, that was like back yeah. in my day, how I did things. Yeah. But I, I, I think what, you know, to shame people and to feel a certain way, like it's just you're you're stepping over a boundary and yeah. a line that you shouldn't. Absolutely. And who are you to make me feel bad about myself? Exactly. As if I don't, as if I didn't play that in my head enough. Like, and my problem too is I get very obsessive over these things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I could call my ex wife right now and have her on speaker and go, "How was I when I was at the gym every single day?" She would literally tell you that I used to cry myself to sleep because I was hungry because I was overworking myself because I literally made it a point. That I had to be working out. I had to be skinny. I had to make sure I was posting it and showing it and making people believe that like this is super great. And like it's it's not that it's not great, but I did it unhealthy. Yes. Like because I, I for whatever reason, can't just casually go to the gym. I can't just casually count a calorie. I can't do that. I'm very obsessive all over it. It's all or nothing. I get you know? it. And it's hard. And let's just say people have gained back some weight. And they're fine with it. Who care? Who do you care? Who do you care? Yeah. Like if someone's happy who they are and they're, sure. they're, you know, they're enjoying their body and they're enjoying where they are. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just, I mean, it's, it's Freud by numbers. It's insecurity. Yeah, for sure. That's all it is. They, You're projecting it on They me. <laughs> hate themselves. Yeah. They hate everything about themselves, even with their new body and their, yeah. their new Instagram success and their followers and their... Yep. Uh, being an influencer and all this jazz that goes with it, you hate yourself yeah. and you're projecting that out to somebody Absolutely. else because you see somebody who you think in your head shouldn't look that way. Yeah. They should be thin like me, yeah. but they're happy yeah. and I'm thin and I'm miserable. Yeah. And it's funny. So here's where I get to call myself out a little bit too. Okay. Um, because when I first went vegan, I was very much the activist vegan. Mm-hmm. I was very much like I needed to show you what it is that you are doing you know because unfortunately yes you pay for the process yes and i was very much like all over my page don't get me wrong i sprinkle it like even today i posted something i follow a lot of sanctuaries and i i i hate the dairy industry more than anything in the world (laughs) and i will outwardly say that however i'm not going to look at you and go you have cheese in your fridge i do you literally get called uncle cheese how dare you you know i know (laughs) but like (laughs) You know, before, and it wasn't like I wanted to be very attacky. It was just like I wanted you to hear what I had to say because sure. I was hurt about what I was seeing. Um, and when I was very big into the weight loss community, because I was pretty like big in the weight loss community, yes. and um, I did my best to be open with the mental side of it, but I also tried to do my best to be like, I never want to get back here. I never want to get back here, and I never will. And all of a sudden, COVID hit. And here's not... This isn't the excuse part of it, right? Because I can make excuses out of my asshole. I lost my car. My car stopped working. I got fired from my job. I was pretty much moved out of my apartment because my ex-wife and I were no longer together. Then she caught COVID. I needed somewhere to go and I was sleeping on a couch and I literally had nothing. Mm -hmm. I lost everything. My apartment, the cats that I had, my marriage, my job, my car. I had nothing. How was I even going to get to a gym? I couldn't. I couldn't even afford to keep my you know, membership. And here's where, well, I just work out at home. How? When I didn't even want to get up off of the couch that I was sleeping on. Yeah. You weren't really have a home to, you know, I had it, nothing. Yeah. I, you know, so that's really where it slowly started to creep back up. And then 
I was in a new relationship and I got happy. And if anybody follows me and they see my boyfriend, he is skinny. I literally say, I'm like, we're like the number 10 walking down the street. <laughs> love that. Love him. Love a tall, lanky man. Love that for me. <laughs> But you, you are an MJ, M, uh, M, oh my God, what is his name? Kelly? M, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> MGK, that's my baby. I, yeah, I was messing up the, the uh, initials there. But like he is a He's tall, a tall lanky man. man. That's your type. You got to type. Love, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> he also kind of looks like a lesbian. So that was also a thing for me when I only thought that I was a lesbian. Now I would, if I have to put a label, consider Listen, myself I, I hope that still. was the case for me with some girls that they look like a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, that's really, I mean, I'm hoping now that's the case. I mean, I mean, look, I, I had a very, even when I didn't want men at all, mm-hmm. I was very much obsessed with just him. And I mean, it makes sense. He kind of looks like a girl, but all right, you so know, I'm, I'm on the right track with, yeah. uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going where I'm going. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you know, like it's not even when, so when I got with, um, Kyle, my boyfriend, when I got with him, I was fit. Oh my goodness, I was fit. I was like 156 pounds. Oh my God, I looked so good. Now I look at him like, damn. But when I was 156 pounds, I would literally look at myself and be like, I literally can't believe how fat you are. It, it is, oh my goodness, it is hard to put myself back in the mindset of where I was when I was that thin and that fit to still think that I look like I was at my heaviest. At my heaviest, I was 269. Now I'm five one and a half. Okay, and I was 269 pounds. And I carry a lot of it in my face, as you can see, and in my stomach. That's like the two biggest areas. I have the apron belly. Even when I lost all the weight, I had the apron belly, but I had a jawline. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it's very hard because you automatically can tell when I gain weight because of that. And I also gain and lose it in my chest. But it's very hard for anyone let alone a woman to be looked at as anything but ugly Mm -hmm. if you are not the standard picture perfect and i can happily say that you know and even in my my marriage right like when i got with steph i was like probably where i am right now and then i got up to my heaviest Mm -hmm. and i was loved all the same and then i lost all the weight and i was loved all the same and you know we just wound up Falling out of love, it was nothing crazy. I think I've expressed that yeah. openly. You know, she's still still love a very death. good relationship. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. You know, but we just fell out of love. Then I got into this relationship, and I was fit, and I was great, and oh my goodness! And then I obviously put on this weight, and I have never been looked at differently, held differently, spoken about differently. I still get compliments as as I always had. Like there is no difference between physically what I looked like to the people that love yeah. me. You well, know. I think that's because you, you found good people. I agree. And Thankfully. right people. Yeah. For at the time, even though you're not with your, your ex-wife, but still she was an important, important person. To, eh, I know we can't talk today. Important person to you. Yeah, and still absolutely. is. Absolutely. And these are people that don't look at, they look at you inside, who you yeah. really are. And, you know, um, somebody actually, I, I put up a confessions thing on. I saw you. And this one really stuck out to me because, and I... I felt this. I mean, I, and I, and when you, we were kind of talking about this too. And, you know, I know about your relationship and stuff like that. And you always tell me that, you know, Kyle looks at me like I'm the person, not a, a number on a scale or anything like that. He loves me. And this person said, um, I think my partner only stays with me because I spoil them. And I feel like they'll leave me in a few years for a skinny younger person. Now, you can dissect this a whole bunch of ways. You can say you can play devil's advocate. Someone's being, you know, um, insecure. Sure. But this someone's making them feel that way. Yeah. 
Like, you know, what is uh, this person feels like they're the only reason they're staying that this person saves them because they spoil them. They do things for them. Yeah. Um, I know I've been there. You know, you try to try to hold on to somebody because you feel a certain way about yourself. This same, I felt really, I felt really sad when I read this and I just read, I just wrote like never settle for any situation that the person doesn't make you feel like the main attraction. Yep. Um, it's hard because I mean, my love language is giving. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much how I show that love. And I mean, it's with anything you come to my house and I'm like, Oh my God, here, take this and this and this, because I have like 40 million crystals and I'll make you, you know, your own little vial. It's clearly this one behind you. You actually brought me Darth Vader plates. Today. Yeah, I did. So, I yeah. brought you Darth Vader plates because Which that's just, awesome. I see something of people that I care for and I care yeah. about. And I'm like, Hell yeah. Like what? Here it is. Um, and I definitely, I mean, I've been very outspoken to my partner about my insecurities because for one, I mean, every person before me that he's been with has been very, very, very thin, beautiful. They kind of look alike. <laughs> you know, it's a very standard, you know, cut dry. This is what they were. And that is your type. And, you know, not to say that I'm with my type. He's a man. And I never, you know, thought that that would happen. But, <laughs> you know, like he's with somebody very opposite of mm-hmm. what he's usually with. And in the beginning, I was a little insecure. Well, I can't even say was. I still get insecure about it. Like, I'm not even, I'll be completely honest and raw because a lot of people don't like to admit that, that they still feel insecurities. But I'm human, and I do. Of course. Um, And when I get those feelings of these people that I was previously stating, making me have to feel, not have to, projecting and and me now feeling insecure because of what they're saying, I immediately go back to my partner's not going to want me because I'm not thin enough. And why is that the first thing that comes to our brain? Because this is what these people are projecting and it's sad, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why I now follow women that look like me. I follow couples that look like me in my person. I follow people that have love because they, they love these people. And I read the comments on their thing and I'm like, ew, you know, oh, they settled. Oh, you must have money. This person must be gay and they're hiding it. And I'm like, I just can't comprehend one people's mindset when they say that and two why it matters yeah i mean it, it doesn't matter and if those comments again and that i think also stems from what we said before it's inse- their insecurities and it's yeah. how they feel about themselves and maybe think their partner settled for them because they're a disgusting person sure uh and it, but i i feel the same way like you know as far as like when i meet somebody and there's an interest back and forth i think the same thing like yeah. this person you know why do they like me yeah. and then you go to their history and it's everybody's taller than me, and yep. they're thin. They have a beard, and you know, not even, this is, and this is not even a coincidence. <laughs> Everybody that I have dated, the next person they have dated has a, a beard. Like I'm not even. It's not even it's a thing. Like I, they, they, and before you know, not now everybody's got a goddamn beard. But like, yes, it's a thing now. But I'm saying like it's like a thing. Like I think I, I turned them on to that. Like I don't want to see so much face. I gotta get, a, I gotta get a beard. <laughs> Um, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it's, fun. I do, I look at the, his, you look at, yeah, you can't help absolutely. it, but, you know, cause you meet somebody, the first thing you do is you go yeah. on the social oh media <laughs> yes. and then you see like, you know, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's the guy you're with. Sure. And then this guy, like somebody I was interested in, uh, their ex-husband was the total opposite of me. Yeah. And this is a person that you were married to and you know, this is like, you know, I'm like, then how, and then like you, they tell you about other people and you start mm-hmm. doing a deep dive and you're like, we well, yeah, have they're kind of along that line. I'm on yeah. this line. Like, and it's just different. Yeah. But then like, you know, when you start having these talks, you know, when you express your 
your insecurities and you know that that's validation but they like what's inside and yeah. it's that's what's coming through and that's what's Absolutely. coming out and uh, i think that we don't realize that as much yeah and the thing like i was stating before right and it's so funny because even at my thinnest i used to say the same thing um the only thing better you're gonna find is a body and mm-hmm. then i started to tell myself i'm like what why because the body's skinny this body is fucking incredible like i literally it's funny because i actually met kyle his parents and his brother all in the same day it was a not friend of mine anymore um her now husband's surprise party and i met them all the same day and i come in my head is bigger than anything in this world because (laughs) i i listen love yourself love yourself no matter where you are in life this is your body this is your vessel you have to Mm -hmm. and the first thing well maybe third thing that his dad said to me was why don't you pull up another chair so your ego can sit there and i was like okay and i did because you know what you're right. Why shouldn't I have this ego? Why shouldn't I walk around? First of all, I looked delicious that day. Worked hard for it. Oh my god, I looked so yeah. good. But I I project that every day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that every day, no matter what. I have a stomach. You're gonna see it. What do I have to hide behind frumpy clothes because it's gonna make you uncomfortable to see this? No, I'm gonna wear what I want to wear. I wear leggings, high waisted, with crop shirts, and I wear things that you can see every outline of my body because I don't care for Ethel. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, the thing, too, is, like, you know, you say you wear the frumpy clothes, but, like, you, you know, you're not really hiding anything still. I mean, people yeah. just, now you're you wearing a potato sack. Like, it's like you're wearing a cape. Yeah. Like, you know. yeah, like, it's not, I mean, I'll even wear bikinis in the summer. I did it at my heaviest. It is nobody's job to make me feel like shit about myself. I am here in this body, and I plan to be until my soul then passes and mm-hmm. I just hit that and goes to another <laughs> vessel because I believe in past life, I believe mm-hmm. in future life. For me, time is linear. You know, my soul. I feel very connected to colonial times. I think I've. I don't know if I express it here, but if anybody follows me, you know my obsession with Colonial Williamsburg. I, that's my home. That is literally my home. I get like genuinely upset thinking about the fact that I couldn't take my vacation there this year and things like that. My soul goes where it needs to, and I travel to the realms that I need to go to. So right now, I'm in this vessel speaking to you today, right here. And if I didn't love the vessel that I'm in, that's a problem. Absolutely. So, you know, it gets me very upset when I see these things because we're projecting. I mean, like young Kayla, who was 125 pounds and had no body fat on her because I was depressed, <laughs> but also like going through a lot. I went through a lot in my life. And I, if, if I saw myself then, as I see myself now, quite a lot heavier, a hundred pounds heavier at this point, I would never have thought that I would have loved myself. I would have looked at myself and been like, ew, because beauty standards have always been this way. Yeah. And it's weird. Why do I have to fit this mold? Because as you were saying, you know, we, we see the person and what's inside and, mm-hmm. I honestly genuinely think that I'm a good friend, a good partner, a good worker, a good person. And I think it's because of how I had to bring myself up. I, I unfortunately can be a very big people pleaser. Um, and I have to learn how to stop that sometimes. But also, you know, I think that is one of my greatest qualities. My greatest quality is one of my worst qualities. And it's hard to kind of I get it. understand that too, is that I tell people this when they come to reads where I see that they're heart chakra is so open and i'm like we have to understand that that can be a good thing but a terrible thing too because we love so much but then we get hurt so much you know and i take things very seriously and i get very upset very easily and i love very hard and you know 
things that remind me of people I'll just do because I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because that doesn't always happen, you know, because people are very obsessed with just one thing. And it's how this is viewed to other people rather than how this is viewed to other people. Yes. And I'd rather be a good person and fat than a shitty person and skinny. 100%. (laughs) And that kind of brings like full circle. Like what we, you know, why even in the first place we're talking about this today is because people who don't feel good about themselves and are bad people. Yeah go around on the internet and making people feel, you know, if you want to be a tough guy, be a tough guy. Say it to face. You'll use the internet. Oh, I'm very big with that. You know, a guy called me stupid today. I, I didn't, I, you know, people, people roll through stop signs. Yeah. And the guy was there walking his dog and he screamed something. So I go, what did you, what are you saying? And he goes, oh, he goes, what are you, stupid? You know, I go, whoa. Mm. I said, who are you calling stupid? And yeah. he realized it in his head and he's like, I didn't mean to say it. I'm like, well, you said you it. You said it. I said, what are you? I said, Same you, energy. I said, what do you like, the neighborhood patrol? Yeah. And he goes, I'm standing here with my dog. And I said, okay. I said, are you yeah. perfect? Yeah. And I said, like, the thing. And he just, like, yeah. he realized like, maybe he shouldn't have said something. But, yeah. like, um, you got oh, yeah. words are real and they, they, have, they have meaning. And when you say something to people, especially, you know, when you're in the weight loss community and you have a following and, I'm not going to say responsibility, but like, you know, people do look yeah, up to you as far as like, it is responsible. It yeah. Okay. It is a responsibility. I felt that way for sure. Yeah. And like, you know, to, to, to just message somebody and be like, you got to do this. You know what? Go yeah. home. Like, yeah. go, seriously, go, yeah. go do something. Go, go get a hobby. Yeah. Cause the gym is, is not fulfilling your life and yeah. nothing you're doing is fulfilling yeah. your life and go, you know, learn how to make peanut brittle or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. And like, you know, and like I was talking about just before with my my company, right? Like social media is hard Mm -hmm. and it is a job in itself. You know, I'll spend two, three hours making one reel that's friggin' like 30 seconds long and it's, but it was the same thing when it was weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. Like I had to make sure I was posting that I was at the gym. I had to make sure I was posting my scale every day, you know, what I'm eating, how yeah, I'm eating. And, what, yeah. and, you know, and this is now going back, right, where I was calling myself out with veganism. I wasn't getting anybody questioning veganism when I was, like, cutthroat and, like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this? When I started getting people interested in veganism, and not even just veganism in general, just cutting meat out once, one meal a day, or, or you know, being like, yeah, I actually buy not milk now or Impossible Burger when I go to Burger King, is because I started showing the food that I was making. I approached it differently. If somebody was on Instagram saying, like, I understand life is hard and we're making excuses, make your excuses to not go to the gym. Yeah. Why don't you just walk around the block once? Put your approach differently, especially if this is what you want to do and, you know, you want to be this big influencer and this is your job or whatever the case. I, and I'm not judging that. I'm more so, yes, judging how you're you're making mm-hmm. people feel. Because if you're supposed to be this motivator and this great person, and I don't know the guy's name, but he has this really long blonde hair and the beard and people repost him all the time. And he's like, go to the fucking gym. Yeah. And I don't know his name. That's what I was talking about in the beginning. I think that's more clickbait. And yeah. he's doing that because people will share it. Yeah. And get mad at him. They'll share the sound. Oh, get mad at him. But also they'll share the sound when they're at the gym. You yeah. know, because that's the thing with reels. You can take the sound. Now someone's at the gym, like working out. It's like, go to the gym. Yeah. What are you doing today? And they're working yeah. out. And it's like, but yeah, no, yeah. it's it's the same thing. Like, you know, because people have said to me about like a podcast. In comedy, why don't you do something that's controversial yeah. that you'll now, you know, what do you call it? Like, you'll, you'll get like, oh, people like repost me, like, yeah, but I don't want to be hated. Yeah. I don't want sure. like to be, um, 
you know, pushed aside by anything. I don't want people to be like, you know, oh, we're not listening to them anymore, but then the other side does. Like, I just... Yeah, absolutely. I just want to do what I do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, push a good message out. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and it makes me happy doing that. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's weird because you get that side of the coin where it's like, well, this is a hobby and do this as a hobby. And then my hobby is being like reading and sitting in a coffee shop and doing that. Good. Or like obsessing over lores or, you know, things like that. And it's like, well, I'm doing something I'm happy with. I'm I'm in a good place right now. Yes. Mentally, I'm I'm figuring it out. But you're making me feel like a bad person because I'm heavier, you know, and that's really yeah. where it kind of just settles. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Cause I know that like, you definitely have a following yes. where we, we have a lot of people that yo-yo and go up and down. And I just, I know that there's a lot of people that are on both sides where they're just like, go to the gym. And then other people are like, you're not alone. And I'll be another person to be like, you're not alone because I know, think we're not, I think I'm going to say 90% of the people um, that listen to this podcast Maybe more would agree with you and agree with that mentality that like, you know, people yo-yo, um, you shouldn't bully people into feeling a certain way, doing certain things. And this is, let me tell you something um, from experience. It doesn't make people want to go to the gym when you say that to them. No. It actually doesn't make them, it makes them want to do less because yes. now they're self-conscious about going to the gym because they, every person they look at, they see you. Yeah. And your stupid face. <laughs> telling them to go to the gym. Yeah. It's true. I mean, but no, that was that was awesome to talk about that. That was a great topic, and um, I'm happy you brought that up today because, um, you know, I do think about that stuff a lot too because it's it's in my head constantly. Yeah, mine too. I I constantly like you know stress about it, and I'm finally getting to a place where like I'm I'm starting to really love myself again, and be I'm like, listen, this is what I am now. I can't go back. Yeah. Um, I'm in this in this body now. Mm -hmm. Let's yeah. make the best of it. Exactly. I love that. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. You know, I'll, be, I'll be all right. Yeah. Hey, day by day. I tell myself, I woke up. That's what matters. That's really it. Yeah. I mean, I. it's just, you wake up, you know, you, you know, you know this old joke, um, old Italian woman, like, you know, like, you know, uh, what is the first thing, you know, grandma's 105 years old. You go, grandma, what is the first thing you do when you go, I get up and I stretch. And if I don't hit the wood, I get up. You know, like that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah that's the kind of thing. If I get up in the morning, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, and I do. I've, I've been, and people actually commented in the podcast that I sound like more like, you know, into it and happier because I really am. Yeah. I, I uh, you know, I had a medical scare. Sure. It turned out to be a gallbladder attack and S3 flux and. You know, taking care of myself now because I don't want it to happen again. Of course. As a reflux. Talks. Makes everything better. Yeah. Agree. The mood and everything. Yeah. I agree. So that's that's what that is. Damn. <laughs> I put the exclamation point on that. Stamp it. Yeah. So uh, we've come to the part where I'm a little nervous for now. As always. We're only going to do a five card. Okay. Because you walked in and you, you right away you're like whoever's inhabiting the place. <laughs> I just said hello home and all who inhabit it. You just have to be respectful. To I inhabit here. it. I inhabit it. Yeah, so, I, yes, I was only speaking directly <laughs> to you. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's do this and see what we got going. This is always fun because um, I actually I wrote things down. Okay. And I want to see what comes through. Sure. I actually I asked the universe some questions. Okay. And we'll see what uh, what happens here. Should I move this out of the way? The microphone? Or should I move? Uh, it's easier you for you. You can move, actually. It'd be okay. easier if you moved. And then we'll... Uh... That's how we do things. On the fly. 
All right. Let's make sure the microphone is... Uh, Hello. There we go. I'm using Lord of the Rings deck because... Wait a second. Move my microphone. There we go. All right. Well, we're going to hopefully only do a five-card poll. Okay. The, the cards yell at me. Or you. I don't much. want... The, the last time was was crazy. I still tell people about that, like how the cards like literally flew out. Because I know people who have uh, read cards as well. And when I talk about that, they're like, oh, my God, that happened? I'm like, yeah, yeah, the cards, like, flew out. Like, it wasn't even like a – it was out of a movie almost. Shuffling. We're shuffling the deck right now. Um, very excited to see – very interested, excited, nervous to see what, what's going to come up. Um, I've asked my, the universe some questions and some, some guidance on things. I won't get too personal on here if anything. No, get personal. as personal as you want. Well, no, please. I mean things that I – That you know? Like last time, that we okay. have to talk about later. Yes, but you could say whatever. Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, I'll give you the the inside scoop afterwards. <laughs> just happened again, guys. Just literally, cars just flew out again, and I don't have the camera on it, but <laughs> spit this into for me. Doesn't have to be. It literally just happened again. <laughs> Not as bad as last time, but um, there was definitely three that the universe wants us mm-hmm. to get out here. Okay, it was these three that came out. Yep. Okay. Well. Well. <laughs> Two major arcanas. Back to back. What's that? What's an icono? Um, so you have your major and your minor arcana. Majors okay. are the bigger things. Minor are the day to day, week to week, month to month. Um, you also have some cards in reverse. Those are our shadows, things that we have to work on, things we have to either um, figure out, sorry, figure okay. out uh, what we have to work on or understand that we are working on it and that the universe is taking its course. Okay. Um, you have the first two cards. Are wands. You have your three of wands in reverse and your ace of wands in reverse. Next, you have judgment, which is a major upright. After that, your wheel of fortune in reverse, another major. And then last, you have your ace of cups, which is also in reverse. Now, <laughs> don't get too nervous. It's not horrendous, but you know, we're also going to work. <laughs> Sorry, I have to do that to you because you, you always get so nervous. Um,. <laughs> Wands, wands being the things that light your fire, okay? These are back-to-back in reversal. So um, your threes, threes are unity, right? You're coming together. It's supposed to be celebration, things that are moving forward. Aces being your new beginnings and usually meaning a spirit guide helping lending a hand. You also have ace days right back, you know, here and here, both being in reverse. Sorry. It's okay. Try and remember to speak into the microphone. Um. When it comes to right here, knowing what it is that you're doing, kind of having the the world in your hand, a wand in your hand. So, you know, you're in a good place. You have a wand right next to you. You're literally kind of, you have nowhere to dock your boats. Put that into perspective. You have a lot of things that are kind of going to be coming to you, but nowhere to place them because you're not going to not necessarily allow it to not happen, but you're not going to believe that it can happen for you. So listen to okay. your spirit guides. Allow your spirit guides to tell you, like, put it on my shoulder. Know you have places that you can dock them. Know that when it comes to the unity, the things that you want to be doing that make you 
happy, that bring you joy, that light that fire under your ass, that it's a good thing. Um, your, your shadow period has to kind of sit and tell yourself that I'm worthy of what is coming to me, especially what is going to make me happy and passionately happy. Okay. Now, coming on to your majors. I don't know if you have not changed certain things since last we spoke, but judgment is judgment day. And I don't know how many times I have to tell you that you have to listen to what I'm saying, but you have to listen to what I'm saying. Okay. Because this is a final nail in the coffin. Literally think of it as judgment day. This is, you know, when people see the death card, they get a little bit nervous because they're like, oh my God, this is where it's a finality. Close the chapter. You're still not sure that you want to close these chapters, hence the Wheel of Fortune and it being in reverse because you probably aren't going to listen to me yet again for the third time. And you're going to go backwards. This is where you have to realize, right? Like tens being this completion, but also wheel of fortune being in the middle. So learning, do I move forward? Do I put the cogs in motion and just, all right, this kind of sucked. It's a little bit crappy, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep moving forward. Mm, Doesn't seem like you're doing that because what you're going to be doing is slowly reverting back which you're you're still doing put that nail in the coffin let it end it sucks but let it end understand that it's going to emotionally be a toll which is okay because you're hitting your ace of cups you're hitting a new beginning with that emotion okay. again a spirit guide letting you know put it on their shoulders speak out whatever it is <clears throat> that your spirituality is or maybe sit with it listen to it guide yourself with it this is really what's hindering you from just about everything that you have not only is it making you unfortunately subconsciously for the most part believe that this can't come to you because you have this feeling that this will kind of overshadow or overpower what it is you have to just nail it in the coffin let it go it's going to take some time but i mean you're continuously not listening to me so i have to let you know (laughs) I have to let you know that that nail in the coffin just has to happen. Okay. You know, it's just, that's the only way that you're going to move forward. If you are looking at the spread, I know not everyone can see it. That is the only card that's upright because the shadows, they're lurking there. You have to really dive deep into them. And I actually just helped somebody with some shadow work today um, because I was uh, letting them know that they're, I I would love to read your birth chart to be quite honest, but their Chiron is uh, how you heal. Right. And, um, I made an entire list for them on how to now go through your shadows and heal and how painful it's going to be. Um, But one of those things were be uncomfortable, get uncomfortable with this in front of you. You, This won't even happen. You won't even be able to dock anything until this is closed. Okay. And it's not that you don't know it. I mean, like I said, this is the only card up, right? You know it, but you're not taking the steps to actually move forward and close that coffin. Hence why it's still lurking in your shadows. You have to now be uncomfortable and also be uncomfortable with yourself. So we can talk about shadow work for you, you know, if I get to actually read your chart. We just have to learn your your birth time and stuff. Sure. But get uncomfortable with that. That will also help me figure out how you can work through those shadows because I'll figure out if your Chiron is in Leo or Sagittarius or a Pisces, um, which will help me uh, greatly with helping you move forward. But listen to me this time. I, I will listen to you. I actually, I closed some, a door on something. Something, actually. but not yeah. not everything. And I'm sure we're going to have to talk about that when this is closed. But 
It's very important. Um, I'm going to pull out. Hold on. Okay. Uh-oh. Bring out the big guns. I'm going to go. This is going to make some noise. I'm going to hopefully not have it make You can make noise. noise. It's okay. Or I it's... have a handmade tarot bag. It makes it even like more uh, mystical when yeah, that's, that's going. <laughs> so, these are oracle cards. Mm-hmm. These are my astrology oracle cards. Um, I love to have oracle mostly at the end of a full read because we get a lot more in depth with the read rather than just five card, which we're scratching a little bit of a surface. Mm -hmm. Um, These will show everything from nodes to planets to yin, your yang to zodiacs. um, And it's just going to be a way to kind of see a strong suit where you are right now and to also see how we can kind of steer in the right direction. Okay. These don't necessarily fly out. These I, I, uh, I try not to let fly out because they can be a little bit crazy. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I, I, it's not, she pulls a card and she looks at me like I did something wrong. <laughs> How is that good? It, well, I'll pull yeah, the other we just need you. to listen to your intuition. Okay, because you didn't make you didn't give me a look <laughs> like I. Uh... <laughs> I knew you were gonna laugh at that. Please don't. Oh. Two cards just fell. I don't know if that's a. That... Two cards fell. Um... Okay. Okay. Place this deck over here. Let's see what this means. Now. Cards that fell, we have Moon, Cancer, Pluto, Uranus, and Aries. Don't laugh. I knew you was going to do it. Child. <laughs> A 43-year-old child, yes. Yeah. So, first two cards combining together, we have Moon and Cancer, right? You really need to sit and, like I said, get uncomfortable with yourself. Moon, especially being that emotional um, barrier, you have to satisfy yourself emotionally, not everything and everyone else. Now the cancer that's coming out, right? That zodiac of cancer. Cancers are very, um, they have a lot of like, mm, mm, they're very tough skinned. I'm trying oh, the, the I, nicest, I know. nicest way to, to kind of say it like, like rocks, right? They have a lot of protection that they want in them. Um, it is very nurturing, um, but they're also very comforting because mm-hmm. that, the hard skin, that's the best. Okay. That's, yes. My mother skin. was, my mother was there you uh, go. cancer. Mm. That hard skin, that mm-hmm. toughness is letting you know, right? Satisfy yourself emotionally. Okay. So when we think about ourselves and we're completely full of water, right? The moon is literally that push and pull of the water. High tide, low tide, baby. Like, listen to yourself. Listen to that. Now. The air is coming out. Do it just like your wands, fiery, passionate. Be brave. I know that we like to think that we're brave, and I mean, we were just talking about certain things, but do it and do it passionately. Okay. If you think about an Aries, I mean, I'm an Aries moon, and my anger (laughs) sometimes is a problem, but it's a good thing. So just as much as I was trying to express how cancers are very tough and armadillo-skinned, Aries are fiery because they have that bravery. They're sitting there, and they're just like, yeah, so what? Do something about it. Okay. Do something about it. 
Now, I'm not even going to say this because you're going to laugh at it, but Pluto and the other one, Pluto is the planet of transformation, whereas the other one is a radical change. This is also where I would like to read your birth chart because I would love to know where your placement is for this one because it is a radical change. How are we going to radically change ourselves and how we view ourselves and our emotions? How are we going to make sure that we are like that cancer and we have that thick armadillo skin? How are we going to be brave and passionate about those changes? How is it going to be this this very like butterfly effect transformation? How are you going to go from that caterpillar to the butterfly? How are okay. you going to get out of that cocoon? And it is honestly a lot of it falling right here, as we were saying before. Learn the wheel of fortune. Learn that the only way that you can now move forward is by gaining these two aspects of that. This is really where you have to sit down and get like I was saying, uncomfortable with yourself. Look at yourself every single day. Make a list of affirmations. Make a list of things that you need to tell yourself, no matter what it is. However you're going to deal with this is how you're going to deal with it, which is fine. I don't necessarily see complete nails in the coffin just yet. Okay. Um, because you're not ready for it. I wish you were, because this is our third read, and <laughs> but it's fine. We'll get there. <laughs> We are but getting there. We are getting there. It's okay. And that's a good thing because, I mean, the last time we had a read when we were at the cup, um, I, I mean, I yelled at you automatically when the cards fell. <laughs> I'm not necessarily yes. yelling at you right now. I'm just no. kind of saying, like, you know, I see it. So these these cards in particular, the astrology cards, I love to have these because it is literally telling you, like, the big changes that have to happen are, like, radical changes. Ones that will help you move forward. Ones that okay. are telling you, like, okay, this sucks. <laughs> How do we just figure it out now? Um, I mean, off air, when I get your whole chart, we can actually, like, dive deep into what this is This is meaning and how it will help and the shadow things that, you know, shadow okay. things we have to work through. But pay attention to these two also. Pay attention to the, the aspects of these two that you need to now hold. It's going to be hard. It's a weird, it's going to be a weird transformation that you're going to be going through, but it's going to be a lovely one. It's going to be a radical one. Okay. It's, it's, you know, as much as people like to throw Pluto off, Pluto is a big, they're a big planet, even though they're a little planet, they're a big planet and it's a good thing. The only reason I looked at you when this came through is because the whole sensitivity and nurturing yourself rather than emotionally giving it to other people. But that's neither here nor there. No, I, I do that. I I mean, it's the first one that came out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as uh, John Ziegler likes to say, I'm, uh, I'm, I tend to be people's emotional tampon. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. There's not mincing words right there, but that's mm. usually, you know. I love that for you. That's why Cancer and Aries are coming out. Pull it out. Pull the tampon out. Okay. <laughs> Roughly. Armadillo skin. Okay. I know a lot of Cancers, which is why I was, I was trying very hard to... Um, Thick skin. That's all. No, my mother was July seventh, so <laughs> yeah. she was, uh, you know, she was a cancer, and yeah. you know, she was dead. She had a tough outer shell, but she was also very nurturing yes. and caring, and mm -hmm. and everything. And you got to break through that sometimes. Cause I know a lot of cancers that I couldn't break through that mm -hmm. shell, um, and then other ones where I was like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but you have that nurture side to you. You have that. I mean, it clearly shows with yeah. one the reads that we've pulled previously, but also the moon falling first. It's just getting that tougher skin. It's getting that, that I was going to say armadillo skin because that's the only thing that I can think of right now that's very armor-like, <laughs> you know? But 
not necessarily horrible, but just okay. listen to me because you know next time I hope that <laughs> you know that you do. Just listen to that's that's the that's the whole um, <laughs> basis of the read. Just listen to me. Just listen to me. Or the cards, I should say, they never. No, lie. you're 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 right. I know you're right on things, and it was pretty uh pretty spot on with some of the things I had written written down beforehand. Um, so I, where do you do these reads that people, if they want to read, they can they can DM you or they can. Yeah, they can DM me okay. at uh, same thing as last time. It's at Tato dot chip dot witch underscore. Which is one um, of the best names ever. I, I love I love that name. Thank you. Um, or you can also uh, book in my shop. It's Cosmic Dreams Apothecary um, at Cosmic Dreams Apothecary. And we are located in Islip. I do reads there on Thursdays. Um, but if you ever need, you know, on an additional day, you just let them know. And I try and make it work. Um, we're closed Monday, Tuesday. But other than that, we're open. And we're awesome. There. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Uh, really mm-hmm. had a blast, as always. Always love well. talking to you. And uh, we had, a, a, again, two separate, I think, shows tonight almost. Like we... Yeah, <laughs> we talked about some uh, good things as far as the, the weight loss community goes and everything like this, and um, the cards have just um, confirmed I am thick headed and I don't <laughs> listen, uh, <laughs> in, in a way, mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a way. But thank you so much, Kayla, for coming on the show tonight. Uh, I really appreciate me. you, and of course, we'll have you again yes. uh, down the road. All right, everybody, I want to thank everybody who joined us here on Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 265 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Also available on iTunes and while you're there, five-star rate and review. I love reading them. I love sharing them and bringing about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. You can find it on iTunes, and while you're there, his new band, Demon Scar, releasing new music like crazy. Check him out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show, and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich in the world. Not because it's named after me. It really is that good. Check it out, finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you so much, everybody who joined us tonight. Hope you guys have a great week, and I will talk to you later.